All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, John Wade, the Garnet Texan. And John, um, interesting game on Sunday. Um, started off started off better than I expected, and then, um, yeah, the wheels kind of came off. Play calling was bad. Offensive line was bad. I think he was pressured on 42% of his dropbacks. Um, there was some, there was some good to take away from it from, from Davis, in my opinion, some of the throws that he made. Um, but outside of that, the Texans don't get it done and the Niners defeat the Houston Texans to have a chance at making the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those where I don't want to say it was, it wasn't a, fun game to watch but it wasn't a miserable game to watch which is surprising like yeah the Niners are incredibly talented they've had some bad breaks but that team is loaded their front seven's insane you look at their offense uh Debo Samuels my opinion one of the best offensive players in the game Kittle is one of the best tight ends it's him and Kelsey and then you've got Ayuk and they always and the Shanahan always finds a running back like that team is absolutely loaded and I mean, the best player on their team is probably Trent Williams, left tackle, like absolutely loaded. And for us to be able to sit in there and fight the way that we actually did, whereas you've got a team that's probably it's underperforming their talent in the Niners, um, but they are probably one of the most talented or at least have some of the most talented players in the league versus our team, which the Texans probably have the least amount of highly talented players in the league. Yeah, I mean that defensive line is all first round picks. Yeah. Um they got I mean that offense, you know, for the <clears throat> for the Trey Lance is a better quarterback than Davis Mills crowd. It kind of hard not to be when you have potentially one of the best left tackles in the history of the sport. You have, you know, George, you have Kittle, you have Debo, you have Ayuk, you have a good offensive line, you have the most one of the more creative uh, play callers on offense. The league has seen um, good running backs. Your, you know, your, your defense plays extremely quick and fast and powerful. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, that, I guess that's a, a conversation for another day. But I, I, I didn't see anything like... from Trey where I was like, oh, this guy, yeah, first round pick for sure. Um, definitely makes sense. I, I didn't see any of that. I mean, he, he had a couple of throws, and he has the size. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I wish I'd watched more of the Niners this year just to kind of see what happened with them because they're well-coached on both sides of the ball, like just ridiculously well-coached on both sides of the ball. They have all this talent. Was Garoppolo really that bad? Um, I, I, I don't know, but Trey Lance, I mean, you, he walks into a situation that you wish you could drop a rookie into. Like that is the Niners are almost like uh, the 2012 Texans in a lot of regards. Like they're just loaded everywhere except, you know, outside corner, but their front seven so good. It doesn't really matter. They have an outside corner. Um, so again, why the Niners aren't winning more. I'd really like to kind of deep dive into that, but they're a really talented team and, I think the Texans and Davis Mills especially did about what you could expect. Like you can't really, you can't really hate on, on this game from them. There's a couple of throws that Mills dropped in 
that to see those in his bag, like that's good. That's really, really good. It's going to take him a little bit longer. He doesn't have the escapability of Deshaun. And as much as we've talked about Deshaun, like we can't forget Deshaun was a really good quarterback and he was a really good athlete playing quarterback. Davis Mills may end up being a really good quarterback. He may end up being a mediocre quarterback. Like that's still, it's still to be determined, but he's definitely not the athlete of Deshaun and that kind of spoiled people. But some of those throws were just what you want to see. Like they really were like the, the touchdown throw that, that one was, that was one of my favorite throws. The uh, sideline throws, Sneeko, um, he just dropped it in the throw to, to, to cooks. Like, again, that was a really great throw, even though it was negated by a, it was negated by a penalty. Um, the only thing that I would criticize Mills at all, was really the first time that he seemed to play scared. And he looked, he looked like he got a little happy feet for really the first time. Uh, granted, when you have like less than two seconds to throw, it's kind of understandable. And I mean, he said after the, during the press conference that he checked out of some of the deeper plays because he didn't like the way things looked, which, you know, both of those together, which I mean, again, understandable, but they are two things in my mind that are a little bit concerning because a lot of it is mental. Um, but again, I just, I'm not going to throw Mills under the bus. I'm just like last week, like I still stand by the fact that I think that he's a great bridge quarterback, if nothing else. Like we don't have to get a quarterback this draft. I don't think there's anybody in this draft that's going to end up being better than him. Whether or not he's going to be an elite level quarterback or even an above average level quarterback. I mean, that's still to be seen. He's one of those guys that has to constantly improve, but you can't, still can't. He didn't show anything that absolutely ruled that out. Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, this this defensive line that he played was probably the best defensive line that he's played all year. On top of that, he, that offensive line is just not very good. Um, but, yeah, he definitely had, you know, some happy feet in the pocket. Still looked like he had some pretty good pocket presence for – for what he was dealing with and, and the amount of time that he had to, to make plays. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not out on mills in any form or fashion. I, I don't see that as being a reason to be, I mean, you also add in the fact like the ground game couldn't get going. The play calling is just like, what, like, honestly, just awful. Um, yeah. I mean, Patrick, says it right. I think Deshaun's the only quarterback in the league that can be productive with that kind of offensive line. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy to think of how, you know, how strong and fast that offensive line is. I mean, they, they, they really are good. And all of them are first round picks except for Charles Menu, uh, who had not, you know, zero impact on the game, but um, yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, I'm not off the mills bandwagon. I, I still think that at this point we've seen enough to have him take you know, maybe compete at least for the starting gig next year and kind of go from there. I also wouldn't be surprised if he puts up numbers against Tennessee and dethrones their number one seed this Sunday. I mean, I, I honestly wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all you can really say about Davis Mills' performance. I mean, you don't really know what you have in a quarterback if you don't have the right play calling specific to that quarterback's traits and play style. Um and that's why a lot of times you see these quarterbacks taken in the first round and they don't have success till their second, third, 
sometimes they never have their success because of the offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, I, I don't see, I don't see any reason to, to harp on, on Mills too much after this game, but you know, I'd like to see what another quarterback could have done in this situation, not just Sunday, but just in general. Right. Um, I mean, Mike Zimmer made a comment about Kellen Munn, basically like that, like he's just one of the worst quarterbacks he's ever seen. However you want to take that comment that he had, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know if there's a quarterback in, in this draft that could have done much better than what Davis Mills did. Even Mac Jones. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Mac Jones isn't going to do any better. Um, no. With with this, I mean, especially with this roster, like that's one of the things that you also have to keep in perspective. Like Mills has no help. He has absolutely no help. Everything from play calling to talent mm-hmm. around him. And like there may be a million why, reasons why the play calling isn't set up to protect him because they don't have players to help call plays that they can protect them with maybe possibly grasp of playbook possibly like there's a whole slew of reasons you could probably come up with but regardless of the reasons the situation that davis mills is in is probably the worst of any quarterback in the in the in the nfl yeah i mean it's really between him and trevor lawrence who has it worse and there's brent brandon cooks may single-handedly save davis mills from having it as a worse situation. Yep. But it may just be, it just may be Brandon cooks that, that does that. I don't know if Trevor Lawrence would be any better on this team, to be honest with you. I'm not saying you said that, but I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence would be any better on this team. Like, I, and he has, I mean, he came and touted as the best since Andrew luck to come in the NFL and all these good things. But on, on tape, it, he doesn't look like that quarterback to me. He looks no. pretty bad. I mean, there's a somebody pointed out that uh, Burroughs, or not Burroughs, uh, Bortles, you know, our, our Blake Bortles, our big friend. Yep. You know, probably the best tight end to ever play quarterback. Um, him and Trevor Lawrence have identical rookie season numbers. That's not to say that. That's not to say that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the next Blake Bortles. Like that's not to say that that's the direction his career is going to go, but that may also reflect the uh, the system in Jacksonville. Just you know, constantly putting their quarterbacks through this. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has a great arm. He makes a couple of wild throws, but I mean, honestly, I'm right there with you when I watch him. Like I get why he was this top rated prospect but at the same time i don't get it like he doesn't blow me away he doesn't make me go wow but it it constantly feels like you're just on the cusp of watching something that could be wow but he never gets there yeah and you know another thing that i'm like starting to realize is you know in the offseason when he was drafted we were saying that davis mills would be the likely be the number one quarterback taken and based on what we've seen from the quarterbacks in this class, I don't know if that's wrong. Yeah. He he might be. I mean, maybe. I mean, I just, for me, it's, here. here's the problem with Davis Mills, and this is part of the reason why 
this is part of the reason why I think that Davis Mills is also getting critiqued so hard by certain individuals is he doesn't have the resume. Yep. He doesn't have any sort of resume. The only thing that he has is he was the top rated pro quarterback recruit coming out of college. I played what, or I'm sorry, going into college. So coming out of high school, but he didn't have like all the weapons around him at Stanford. He didn't have injury. He had injury problems. He didn't have like the best of luck there. So it's kind of hard. Like, what is he? Like, if you look at, honestly, if you look at physical standpoints, him and Burroughs, him and Joe Burrow are almost mirror images of each other. Like if you just look at like physical traits, uh, Davis Mills has two pounds more and a quarter inch longer hands. But other than that, everything from their 40 time to, to their height, to like their agility scores, to all that identical. And this isn't to say that Davis Mills is on the level of Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. I think he's going to be, Joe Burrow is going to be that guy. But it's just to kind of point like with quarterback and physicality or their physical traits, like almost identical. And actually, if you look at uh, Joe Burrow's rookie season versus Davis Mills, Rookie season, almost identical. Honestly, if you look at their numbers, they are so close. And Burrow has always had better weapons around him. Always. Like, that team at LSU was just absolutely loaded. Like, again, I mean, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are just tearing up the league. And they were on the same team. So... And then Paul's pointing out, I didn't even realize this, that Burrow didn't complete a single pass over 30 yards, whereas Davis, Davis Mills has already demonstrated that he is capable of doing that. And, I mean, I know it's a small sample size, but he's second in the league in a QB rating on deep passes. Small sample sizes because they don't let him throw it deep enough. But yeah. he's had success with that. Again, this isn't to say that Davis Mills will ever be on the same level as Joe Burrow. This is just saying that maybe we shouldn't be in such a rush to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like he had another bad, he had a bad game. Uh, he had a bad game that I think most players have had a bad game about, but I, it doesn't really change my opinion of him. I still think that there's a chance that he turns into a quality NFL starter. I still think that there's a chance that he could lead the team to possibly be a, a playoff team um, in the next couple of years. And I actually think one of the best things about it is, first off, he's shown so much growth. If he shows a huge amount of growth over the offseason, which is capable, because a lot of times quarterbacks take a huge leap from their rookie year to their, their sophomore year. If Davis Mills has that comparable leap, then we're going to have a whole different conversation about him. If he doesn't, if this, if this growth that he has shown, if this is his leap, he just had it a little bit early because he had a weird year, that's fine. He's good enough to get to get by for a couple of years, but he's not so good that if you find a quarterback that you're in love with, that you feel married to him. John, is it fair to say that at this point, what we've seen from the developmental side of, of Davis, that worst case scenario at this point is that if you took the 2011 Texans defense, right. And put that, Actually, we don't even have to go back that far. What year was it that we went against the Patriots in Foxborough with Brock Osweiler? What was that, 16, 15? Was it 17? Well, we, we drafted Deshaun in 17, didn't we? 
So maybe it was 16 because it was so rep- 16. Yeah. <clears throat> so let's go back to 16. If we just fielded that defense, right? Gave them a competent running game and skill players like Deshaun had. Have you seen enough to see that he could actually take you just as far as any of the other quarterbacks that we've had in this league if all of that is right? I would say that if he had an identical situation that Deshaun had on his rookie year. Yeah, well, kind of. That offensive line was putrid. It was putrid. Brock's offensive line wasn't as bad. That is true as well. Um, and a decent run game. Not not a great run game, but a decent run game. I'm not saying if Davis Mills was in the exact – let me put it like this. I'm just going to re, rephrase my answer real quick. Um, if you put Davis Mills in the same situation as Deshaun, he doesn't have the success that Deshaun does. Deshaun just lit the world on his rookie year. Yep. But he has a better – he has a much better season than he's currently having, and people are talking about him differently. Now, if you take the team prior, if you have this version of Davis Mills right now instead of Brock Osweiler, I think that that team is better. Like, I I would take this version of Davis Mills over Brock Osweiler in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I think that that we potentially beat the Patriots. And that's just because of the weapons around him. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that Davis Mills himself is a better quarterback than Brock Osweiler, in my opinion, and from what they've seen. Let me ask you another question. If, uh, if Davis Mills started against the Baltimore Ravens in 2012 instead of TJ Yates with that defense, how would you feel? Do you think you'd have a better chance at beating the Ravens? That's it. Not like... No, no statistic, no, no, nothing crazy. But do you think that you'd have a better chance at beating the Ravens than you did with TJ at the time? I mean, Davis has made throws that TJ Yates could only dream of. Right. But that that Ravens defense may have been able to. They were good. I don't know. They were good. They were good. They, they, they were I, great I think that, on the back end. Yeah. And I think that part of what happened with Davis Mills against the Niners is they were able to show him a look yeah, to force him into a bad play. And yeah. I think that the that Ravens team, I think that it's just, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if Davis has the ability to recognize a defense quite as well yet. Is Davis better than TJ Yates? Physically, yeah. As a thrower? As a thrower, definitely. Yeah. No, okay. no question. And, but, and we've we agree that he's better than Brock. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and Brock took us to the second round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my point. If we if we actually put the right pieces around him, if you give him a great defense, which you, you just can't pull a great defense out of your ass. I totally get it. Totally yeah. understand. Not the expectation. <laughs> it's going to take time. I, I'm not saying that in any form or fashion. But what I'm saying is, is if you can put pieces on defense. You can rush the quarterback, which we haven't been able to do in an extremely long time, um, and get him some protection. I, I think you can do enough. I like. I, I think his floor is still Matt Schaub, and I think you yeah. could win a Super Bowl with Matt Schaub. I, th- I think we could have won a Super Bowl with Matt Schaub in 2012. <clears throat> now, that's one of the things that 
I always I always got called a shop hater, but I was never the shop was fine, and I would never felt comfortable. But that team was so good, and that's almost a disservice, in my opinion. That's almost a disser- that's almost a disservice to Davis Mills, because that team was so good. I. In 2012, that team could potentially carry Matt Schaub to a Super Bowl. Schaub was better than, well, who was it? Uh, the guy on TV, Trent, Trent Dilfer and the Ravens. Like That guy is the ultimate getting carried by the, the rest of your team. Whereas Schaub was better than him. And I th- think we can get to a Super Bowl with Schaub that year. But that's peak Schaub. Now... If Davis Mills turns into peak Schaub, then we also have to have a lot of things break right for the rest of our team to get to that level. 100%. 100%. Let me ask you one more hypothetical, and then we'll, we'll, we'll end this. If you put Davis Mills on the Browns this year, are the Browns a better team? I think so. I think so. Smarter play caller. Like there's some things that their offensive Baker, line, yeah. weapons all around, tight ends, run game, good defense. I, that, I I mean, if he's on the Browns, we're talking about him like he's Mac Jones. Like he right. could go on that team. Now, here's the thing: the Browns would be better, but they would have had a deeper hole to dig themselves out of. Because let's be honest, Davis Mills, his first couple of games, he probably shouldn't have been out there. Hundred percent. But. The second go around, including the Niners, everything from essentially everything from the Patriots on. Yeah, that that version. Yeah, the Browns are in the playoffs this year. Well, so the reason why I bring that up is because I don't think we've seen a regression from Davis. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think we've only seen development. Um, so if you took that version, if you took the Chargers version of Davis Mills and put him on the Browns and he was that consistently he'd be better. Well, than he Baker. just, he just needs to consistently move the ball and not turn it over like Baker does. Yeah. I mean, that's when I go back to talking about QB mentality, they've got to be confident enough and have almost that arrogance in them that they can get popped in the mouth. They can throw an interception and bounce back and play again, but they have to have enough. They have to be humble enough to learn from it. Baker isn't humble enough. Like he has that underdog feisty mentality to go out there and make throws and try and make and try and make plays. And you need that. And I sometimes I kind of wonder if that's my actual fear with Davis is Davis Mills is does he have that mentality to go out there and try and make plays? But Baker Mayfield doesn't learn from his mistakes. He can be baited into throwing the same mistake over and over and over again. Davis Mills learns from his mistakes. So if you have a team that doesn't need the quarterback to win, he's probably, probably going to be absolutely great, great custodian for him. But can he take another step with his confidence level? Because he can make some throws where he decides to start pushing and trying to make plays on his behalf. Right. Yeah. I guess for me, and yeah, we we definitely need to shout out to Jordan for going to the Senior mm-hmm. Bowl. That's uh, so amazing. amazing. Couldn't, couldn't happen to a better guy. 
um super exciting um super crazy but uh super awesome i'm glad he has the opportunity to do that and he couldn't he could i couldn't be happier for him so congrats jordan um texans unfiltered is being represented at the senior bowl it's super cool um but um yeah i guess <clears throat> you know i've i've seen a lot of positives and i've definitely seen some issues with his but i don't know if i see the same issues week in week out which for me is kind of like what like if i could see anything from him as a third round rookie quarterback if i could see anything if i could just see that he's learning from his mistakes like that interception it was just a bad decision yeah it was just a bad decision well, but it was a every, it was but, a route that was always open for him against the Chargers. Mm-hmm. The Niners are better, have a better front seven than the Chargers. They oh yeah, didn't give them their that linebackers route. yeah their linebackers are incredible. Uh, another thing that we haven't brought up, but um, I forgot where I was going to go. Maybe he oh. doesn't make the same mistakes. Yeah, every like quarter every quarterback makes that exact same throw. A lot of times, like there's Brady Stone and Roger Stone and Patrick Stone, like they've all thrown those type of picks. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is I've seen enough to be able to feel confident that there's a lack of talent around him. There's a lack of offensive play calling around him. And it makes you have you have to wonder if those things weren't there. What 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 is like what he, could he truly be? And for everybody that says you he isn't it. I, I I can't seem to fathom how you're not taking into consideration his environment. Like I just, I, I you're going to write off a prospect or a rookie because of the situation he's in. <clears throat> and you're not going to go build on what he has accomplished. Like that's, that's, I, I really don't understand that. And I get it. You hate the Texans right now. So yet you tune <laughs> yet, yet, yet you tune in every week. So enough to be able to bitch about the third round rookie quarterback. So, I, I don't know. That's weird too, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see what, what Nick can do in the off season to be able to put pieces around Davis and see if he could be better. And if so, great. And if not, well, there's no quarterback we're taking in the first round this year anyway. So it kind of works out. Um, well, for me, I just really, what I want to see from Davis is they get him a little bit of talent around him. And he develops a little bit of that edge. You've got to have the quarterback has to have a little bit of something. Even Matt Ryan, whom everybody considers the most chill quarterback, like he has, he has, he has a little bit of them. Like the the, the get in the face, like that hyper competitive nature. With Davis, that is honestly the big thing that does concern me. Is like he seems like he's he's a good guy. He seems like his players the players like him, but is he going to develop that that almost tenacity, like that almost refusal to lose attitude? I'm not a big fan of saying a player doesn't have that because of body language, um, because you just don't know what they're thinking internally. Like I, I don't feel like you have to show that to have that. I think we've seen lots of players in the league that. Don't show that, but yet would be considered to have that. 
I also think it's like a character thing. Like some people have that that in them to show that that matters, and some don't. Um, but it wouldn't hurt to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, look at a successful starting quarterback, and who who doesn't have that though? Baker has that, and still. Yeah, but I mean, Brady has it. Aaron Rodgers has it. Burrow has it. Matt Ryan has it. Roethlisberger used to have it back in the day. Like the starting quarterback that doesn't have it. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at how he's playing. Um, it's just that you just named the best what, quarterbacks, right? <laughs> I mean, you just but named, that's kind of that's kind of. I didn't of my know that's point. what we were expecting him to be. That. No, we're not expecting him to be that, but it's kind of oh, like okay. that. That's what I would like to see out of him. You're 100. I would right like. I would like to see that attitude about him. It just goes Reason back. It, it goes back to kind of what I was saying when you do compare, again, all the physical traits, even the rookie year numbers. Him and Joe Burrow actually line up pretty favorably. Like it's so close. Um. But look at all the praise Burrow gets, and parts of it is because you know he won a national championship. He he's he's earned that. But part of it's also that that attitude he has on the field. I think. Paul brings up a good point. Breeze didn't have that. Uh, no, Breeze Breeze had it. Breeze, you would see yell at people. You definitely would see Drew Breeze. You would see Breeze yell at players. When he's up twenty-one. No, even you would see no. Breeze yell at. Yeah. Not at all. You Alex, Smith do it Alex Smith. Is that that? Yeah, that kind of proves my point. <laughs> I mean, Alex Smith has had a successful career in the NFL. Yeah, and uh, again, this kind of goes back to Number it's one not set, it's 2017, right? But my point isn't whether or not it's going to make D- Davis successful or not. But my point is more like why there isn't people getting really behind him. Oh, you think you think that's why people don't like him is because he—that's part of it. Show. I think mm-hmm. that's part of it. He doesn't show. There's this almost like the almost like the alpha personality that the quarterback has to have. And I said last week the one thing that I would put that Davis Mills has that is comparable to Deshaun Watson is the uh, is the toughness. Like they can take a hit and they get back up. Like that's both of them do that. But. Where, where's the fire from, from Davis Mills? I would like to see a little bit more of that. Yeah. And I think that if there was a little bit more of that, he would get a little bit better press than he does. I also think it's hard when you're on a <clears throat> four-win team to be that way. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like what, are you, what are you getting up for? Like, you know, how are you going to show that tenacity and then go into the locker room and you guys are a top three pick in the draft of 2022? Like, I don't know. Uh, I think those things have to kind of coincide in, in the sense. Right. It, it, and I, and I, get, like, what, I like, get what you're saying. Because if, but... if we saw Deshaun do his thing uh, after getting a first down, down 27, everybody mocked him, right? But he showed that. It's like... I don't know. I feel like there's the right time for those things. And I don't know if Davis has been in a position where it's like, you really actually should see that. I mean, he's on an embarrassing team. Well, you should see hints of it. You should see hints of it. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, anything I mean, else about the Niners game? 
I mean, it's the Niners. I wish again, I wish I just watched more of them. Like that team in general, like they're an intriguing team in my opinion. Um, from our end, like, I mean, Rex Burkhead, it's kind of sad that he may be our best offensive player other than Brandon Cooks. Even though we didn't really get much of a running game going. Burkhead. Not to dismiss him, but I mean, this guy's not on our team next year, right? Or if he is, it's not the feature back. God, I hope not. But, I mean, other than that, like, I, that again just kind of goes back to our point like our top two players on offense Brandon Cook's legitimate like he absolutely is like he's ended up probably being the smartest personnel may move that um was made by the previous regime just because of what you're paying him what you gave up for him and the production you're getting out of him Brandon Cook's absolute still best player on the offense second best player is Rex Burkhead yeah, I would agree. I mean, Brandon uh, definitely has come in and, I mean, God, what is he, 27? Like, he he definitely – he's still got some years to go, too. Very productive player. Definitely a security blanket for Mills. Um, has better stats than Hop. Yep, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – And, I mean, granted, he's got better stats than Hop, but the argument I remember that everybody hated on Cooks, he's not durable, he's not durable. Well, the reason he's got better stats than Hop is he's been more durable than Hop. And this isn't to trash Hop, but it's just to kind of point out it's kind of funny how things worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, do we want to talk about LeBron potentially coming to the Jags? Or? We are not so lucky in this world. Like it Honestly, it makes more sense than you think for if you're an outsider. If you didn't actually – if you're not intimately familiar with Houston – and everything that happened with Bill O'Brien, like all of us having to live through that, I could see why it would be very, very appealing. Bill O'Brien as a coach had a lot of success. Bill O'Brien as a coach had a lot of success developing quarterbacks. Bill O'Brien as a coach had a lot of success developing Deshaun Watson. You are now the Jaguars. You need to develop Trevor Lawrence. He is not a foolproof pick. You need somebody to come in and develop him. So I can kind of see why that would make sense, like based on Bill O'Brien's track record, even even the uh, I mean, even Bryce Young at Alabama, he's benefited from Bill O'Brien. Granted, part of the uh, the snark around that is we watch Bill O'Brien do things that make us pull our hair out in Houston. Now he's doing it for Alabama, but winning. So. I mean, Bill O'Brien was actually a pretty good coach, in my opinion, horrible personnel. Horrible at personnel. I, and again, we kind of talked about it before. We thought that he was going to end up going somewhere and being a really good coach for them after he made all of his mistakes here in Houston. Like he need, almost learned if he was able to learn from what, he, what happened here in Houston. He had the, in my opinion, he had a lot of the right mindsets, um, trying to be offense or be aggressive on offense. Like when he was at his best, um, being redundant with positions, like you don't put all your eggs in one bat, basket. Um, but whether or not his loyalties or his personality or whatnot, he might've had the right idea. He just had poor, poor execution. So putting him in another situation, 
he could potentially be successful, but I don't think the Jaguars are that situation where he could be successful. So I would actually feel a lot better if he goes to the Jacksonville and fails um, because I don't want Jacksonville to win. And I just think that that environment's so toxic and his personality in a toxic environment will be nothing but popcorn, but it won't be us being made fun of. Well, his buddy Amy Palsik's over there. So yep. that, that's a that's a plus. So we know we'll get some leaks. Um, I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks that Bill O'Brien going to the Jags could be bad news for the Texans in the sense that, you know, we've said on this show a million times that Bill O'Brien, early on, when the frustration started, we said very early on, we said, <clears throat> whatever he doesn't get right here, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to another team, learns from his mistakes, and ends up being a great head coach. I think we've said that probably 10 to 15, maybe even 20 times, even towards the end. I, as long as he doesn't have personnel decision-making, which I don't even, I don't know if there's even an owner in the NFL that would be comfortable giving him that after what they witnessed. If he goes specifically and only as the head coach of the Jags, I, I think he could write the ship to be honest with you. I, I really do. Um, yeah, I, I like Bill O'Brien as a head coach. You know, I, I thought he was a good head coach here. He's the best head coach the Texans have ever had. Um, that's saying a lot because Gary Kubiak was a pretty good head coach. Um, but I don't know, man. Bill O'Brien going to the Jags is somewhat scary because I, I think that he could correct some of the issues he had. And if he does, and they have a um, they have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence that he can get right. I don't know, man. That's that's a pretty scary one. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. you know. I I do think that I do think that Bill O'Brien deserves. There's some credit, in my opinion, that Deshaun Watson's development should should go towards Bill O'Brien. And I don't think people talk about it enough, but he taught him how to play from the pocket which is not something he knew how to do at Clemson. And it's something that's that not something, a little bit. That's not even something he knew how to do his rookie season. That's what I'm saying. It's something right. that he taught him later on down the road and people he, don't talk about it ever. Yeah. We, for as much as Matthew, everybody, as much as thank you, Matt, as whoa, I thought that big, was, big oh, money. Whoa. Whoa, wow. He dropped the bags on us. Bags. I know, right? Um, wow. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, but what I was going to say is we kind of talked about it a little bit when everybody wanted to go back to the rookie year offense of Deshaun Watson. Well, mm-hmm. if you look at that offense, yeah, it, it was effective, but it would it would definitely have cut Deshaun's Watson's career short. Like he wouldn't have been able to play in that style of offense for an extended period of time. And Bill O'Brien was able to kind of, for better or for worse, like this is one of those things that depending on the way you looked at it, he may have made the offense regress, but he made Deshaun Watson a better player. Like a player that's going to have a longer career, you know, if he didn't get into all these other troubles, but potentially have a longer career. Now, I jokingly said it earlier this year that, 
Bill O'Brien would have loved Davis Mills. He would have absolutely loved Davis Mills. He, he would. That Bill O'Brien, when he was fully invested in running the offense with Davis Mills as the quarterback, would actually be, I mean, it would be boring, but fun football because it's that the short, annoying like he would be able to, he would be able to scheme something with Davis Mills that would be effective, and Trevor Lawrence. I don't, I, I don't know what he would do with him. It kind of scares me. It absolutely it scares me. Um, but I think that him being in the same building with Balky and 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 Khan would be toxic enough especially with Bill O'Brien, how toxic he already could be, that that would prevent it from. But the year or two that Bill O'Brien was actually focused before, you know, him, he tried to do everything. If you get that Bill O'Brien with Trevor Lawrence, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, well, then you also got to remember, he's got Travis Etienne, or and, and, however you say his last name, coming back from injury. The offensive line isn't awful, definitely not great, not average, I guess, at worst. He just needs some weapons, and then he needs to invest in the defense. I don't know. It'd be uh, it'd be very interesting to see. Um, people want us to talk about the Justin Reed post. Uh, did you see it, John? I did. I, I mean, it read is... like a goodbye. Yeah, I took it. It read, it read as I a mean... goodbye. I mean, it, it sucks to see. Uh, it, you know, I know Justin is. He definitely came on strong early in the Niners game. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. He was an outlier on that defense, um, and he came to play. Uh, he was setting the edge very early, um, or setting the tone very early. He didn't set any edges, but he was setting the tone. Um, I was like, I early. missed that when you set yeah. the edge. I'd... Yeah. No, he, he set the tone early uh, on a couple hits, uh, one specifically to Trey Lance. Um, so it sucks to know that Justin Reed's already pretty much made the decision that he's not going to be here. Um. But at the end of the day, like, I would assume Nick has already told him that. He, he had to have known. I mean, there's probably been zero contract negotiations going on through this in, through the season. The writing was probably on the wall. I think Justin Reed's a good player. Um, I definitely think he's one of those guys that you, you, you keep specifically around culture, too. Um, definitely a leader. Uh, good dude. But at the end of the day, like, do you really want to pay – a safety during a rebuild. I don't know if that's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good player. He never really quite got back to the same level that he was his rookie year. But part of that's been injuries. Part of that has the coaching staff has kind of done him dirty, asking him to do a lot because of the capable, how capable he is. It's one of those, we've talked about it before where sometimes the Texans almost maddenly will take a guy that is really good at doing something and not letting him do it because he's also better than the other people at doing something else. Um, and that's one of those things with Reed. Like he was better when he got to play center field, but he was also their best box safety. Like he was pretty much the only one that could come down. So yeah, they routinely played him out of position and probably prevented him from taking that next step. I mean, it was similar to what they did with, with Clowney. Like Clowney was amazing with us as a disruptor, but they would ask him to do other things. 
because he was also better than the next option up. Um, and I know there's other examples just for whatever reason I'm blanking right now, but that was sort of the situation that Justin reads in. You can't blame him for going, wanting to go somewhere else. And honestly, like he probably just wants to go someplace where he can win. Like he doesn't want to be a part of, part of the re- rebuild. Like that's the type of personality that comes across to me. It's like, he wants to go win. He doesn't really want to sit there and wait. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 Paul says he's going to Dallas. I actually think he goes to the Niners. Uh, it's where he grew up. Um, be I thought he grew up in that. Louisiana. Well, I'm sorry. Went to college. Went to college. College, yeah. He went to Stanford. So Stanford. So, um, be interesting to see, though. Could could go to New Orleans. Um, no, but, but yeah. he actually seemed to be happier to be back in the Bay than even Davis Mills did. Like, he yeah. seemed really happy out there. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else we really have. <clears throat> I guess let's talk about the Sunday. So, uh, me and you will be at the game. So, if anybody yeah. wants to... Uh, hit us up, let us know. Um, you guys want to grab drinks, whatever it may be. John and I will be there. Um, are we, we're going to leave that morning, right? Yeah, I was going to talk to you after the show, like what, what the plan was. So if we're going the night before, if we're going super early, like we going to, are we even riding together? Like how, how are we going to do that? Well, we're not going to drive two cars. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. You have family down there. No, I don't. I I I thought your is your uncle not down there anymore? No, he he moved to Seattle. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we'll figure that out. But we'll be there yeah, for yeah. the game. <clears throat> um, expectations for the game. I think that's uh, you know, I hate the Titans. <laughs> I, I I do too. I do too. And we've already I mean, been. <clears throat> I've been I've been to so many Titans games, and then we're on top of that. We're gonna have to deal with the everybody kind of. I get it. Foreman went to Texas. He's a local boy. Everybody wants wanted him to do well. But we've already got to deal with kind of like, oh, look, the Texans gave up on him too early. It's like, yeah, and so did the Colts, and so did the Falcons, and so did the Titans themselves. Like, he was a street-free agent this year. Like, we didn't do – as many issues as we may or may not have had, um, cutting Donta Foreman was not the wrong move at the time. Now, as a street-free agent, he was better than what we had. So I would definitely have, could have argued for us bringing him back and should have knowing better to bring him back. Like that I could get and understand being upset about, but we didn't, we didn't do anything wrong by it, by cutting him, but we, we've got to kind of deal with that. And I, I get it. Like Foreman's a local guy. You want him to do well. Um, and then just the Titans in general, they just aggravate me. Like, again, I've been, I've been to probably just as many Titans games as Texans games uh, with my parents living there and having season tickets. So just like that whole fan base, like they just aggravate me. They still, I don't understand why they want the Oilers history. Like no one in Tennessee has, I I don't get it. So I always want to beat the Titans with the worst passion. Now, do I think we will? No. Um, Tannehill's got his security blanket back and AJ Brown, and he looks like he's playing healthy again. And, you know, Dante Foreman, he's, he's going to run well. That offensive line's pretty good. Like everybody runs against us fairly well. I think though, that it's actually going to be a fairly entertaining game. I think that in some ways that it might be a better game than the game. We'll play better against them than the game we won, but the game we won was because of bad weather earlier in the season. We won because of bad weather and Tannehill was just having a meltdown and turning mm-hmm. over the ball. 
And yeah. I don't think we're going to have that same sort of luck twice. And they're, and they're playing for something. They're playing for the number one seed. We're playing our last game. So there may be a lot of people that are not, not, not necessarily checked out as from a player's standpoint, but just trying to get through the last game without getting any significant injuries. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have this extremely weird feeling that we win Sunday. Um, and I'm not sure why I feel that way, but I feel that way. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think that we can, I think we, we know this team. Um, I think we can beat this team. And I think we can, I think we can squeak one out. Like, I, I think there's something to ending this season in a way like this that is something that every, every player is talking about, every coach is talking about. And imagine being able to, at home, end with a win and also dethrone the number one seed out of the bye. You know, there's just a lot. There's a lot there. I I don't know if they could just not do it. I hope so. I I'm I'm right there with you where I have optimism going into the game. I just, like I said, I think it could be a better game, but they have more talent than we do. So I think it could end up being a really, really good game. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I think that we could. I think we could win, and I do think worst case scenario, it would be a um, a very entertaining game. Um, yeah, I mean it's and, it's something that as I, I think really started with the Chargers game after we came out and just played very very well against them is we got to go into the Niners game and we got to have hope that we weren't just going to get steamrolled that we were going to go in there and put up a fight. And it's the same thing with the Titans, especially it being a home game. Uh, Mills's his home road splits are just insane um, yeah. currently, which is kind of to be expected if you look at who he's played on the road. But at the same time, that there's a little bit of optimism there. There's a little bit of he'll have a little bit more confidence at home, and I do expect it to be if nothing else a really good game. Yeah, and I, I would agree. You know what? Pat's Pat's saying they're going to be down by 14. And you know what? Maybe, maybe, but I would love to see it. Davis Mills actually, you know, good quarterbacks have to have uh, have their, their comebacks, learn how to come back. No, no, now what he's typing, just ignore that. But yeah, I can see him coming down from 14 and Davis Mills actually leading a comeback. That could be fun. Wait, Pat's saying that they're going to be down 14? Yeah, he's setting the scene. Well, he's saying that Deshaun's going to pop out of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. he's just yeah, trying to make it a joke. I don't. I, I hope he comes out of the tunnel and all of Houston jumps him. Um, I think he would get booed. I, I think he would get dildoed. Um, <laughs> and I, and I think he'd like it. Um, and then oh, Desha- okay. So let's take it. So setting the scene. Pat says halftime. Texans down by fourteen. OMG, here comes Deshaun Watson out the tunnel. Deshaun goes 14 for 14, 200 yards, two TDs, and 100 yards rushing TD and wins the game and is traded the next offseason for four first-round picks, three second-round picks, and two threes 
because of that amazing performance. And the Texans rebuild is done in one year. And all of a sudden, the 2012 defense is back. And the team, Texans are the team to reckon with in the AFC South. There, I finished it for you, Pat. Um, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be a... Uh, It'll be interesting. It'll be a fun game. Like you said, I, I do think it'll be entertaining to say the least. I don't expect it. You know, uh, there's a big, there's a lot at risk for the Texans too, because if they win this game, um, they could end up all the way down to five in the draft pick uh, in the first round. I don't know if that matters uh, to them. I think if you're picking five, you're picking three. Yeah, Top five is top five. Uh, yeah, the you only... miss out on Aiden and Kavion and Evan Neal, yeah. but those are the three. The, the only thing that would time. potentially do, I think, is it devalues the uh, the trade up, because I'm so convinced that somebody's going to fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, and I do too. try to. I think and try and, it. Yeah, and try and trade up, not necessarily like one or two, but maybe three, um, to try and trade up and try and grab them before somebody else. Because there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. It's going to be the same thing that drives um, the Deshaun Watson trade talk all off season. So there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. There's not a lot of good ones. There's not even this draft is very quarterback poor. And so these quarterbacks values are going to get inflated, even though I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be that aggressive going after Pickett or even Malik Willis, um, but somebody else is. How, how crazy would it be if like we have the fifth pick and a team like Cleveland is willing to trade up to five, to get picket. Oh wow. And we also that same night trade Deshaun Watson and trade Laramie Tunsil to the Bengals. And all of a sudden you're looking at a team that has seven first round picks. <laughs> <laughs> how, oh, crazy, know, how crazy would that be? Could you know, you I don't I don't I don't think it would all be uh first round picks, but I think there's a very good chance that we draft like half the picks in the second round. I think Tunsil is a first round pick no matter what. You would think, but no, Texans, one... cap, Texans cap believes that it's going to be a, a late, either a late first or an early two. And no. when you hear his reasoning, he, he's, he's, he's pretty what good with it? his reasoning. His what reasoning is, it? is it's because of the contract, not the talent level. Because it's not a good contract. What you got to pay him, and as soon as you trade him, you're going to have to sign him to an extension. That's going to drive his value down. Like, he's definitely worth, worth the first, but because of the head of that contract. It didn't drive our uh, – we had to sign him to an extension, and we didn't even do that and still traded two for him. Is there another Bill O'Brien out there in the league? Bro, Bill O'Brien is not the only terrible <laughs> personnel person in the league. But if that, you're the level, Bengals, that level of terrible. Okay, but think about it. If you're the Bengals, right, you need a left tackle terribly. Terribly. You need one terribly. And mm-hmm. Joe Burrow just t- won the division and took you to the playoffs, right? You can't draft Evan Neal. You just won the division. So you're not going to be able to draft Evan Neal. Good chance that the other two tackles won't be there either because it's a it's a very tackle – I mean, it's a tackle-deprived league, right? They, you just can't find them. We should know. You're going to tell me that the Bengals wouldn't be okay giving up the 21st pick for Lermie Tunsil? I mean, if I had the, t- I actually didn't mind the Tunsil trade when we made it. So, from a personal standpoint, if I have a quarterback like Burrow and I can go out and get a Tunsil, I would do it. But will the Bengals? I don't know. Hmm. 
in my mind, it makes perfect sense for him to do it. Everything you said lines up exactly. You protect Burrow at all costs. He's already had a pretty significant knee injury. Yeah. He almost I mean, had one the other day. Almost had another. And, you know. $17 million a year. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say. It's Paul put it in there. $17 million a year is not bad for a tackle. A tackle under 30, by the way. I mean, I would do the trade. I'm just pointing out that someone that, in my opinion, is usually a little bit smarter about these things is saying, don't be upset if it's just the second round. Uh, Troy says it. I, I, I definitely will listen. I just find that hard to believe. But, yeah. Um, all right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to discuss. Money, Matt. I can't believe you came through again. Um, we're going to have to empty that bank account. At some point. Is it set up finally to where we can get that? Yeah, you've it's set up to one of your addresses. Like you've got to do it. Hmm. <laughs> we could probably throw a party with what's in there now. <laughs> I have no idea what's in there. I can I uh, shoot, I might be able to look it up, but it's set up to one of your addresses to get like proof of ownership. So you have to get it. Um Yeah, I guess I I don't understand that. Why? Wh- why does my what does my address have to do with anything? I don't know. They hmm. sent you. Apparently, they sent you something in the mail. They may have changed it, but that, when I looked at it this summer, when you first um, when you first brought it up, that's what it was saying. And you said, "Oh yeah, I'll have to go in there and change it." So I mean, even when I, I don't even have access to YouTube. Well, that might be a problem because I'm, I'm, I just right have, now, I just I'm, have I'm it. on our channel and it says like it, it doesn't show our channel. I just have it as like a manager through my unfiltered. I'm sure everybody just loves hearing our our business. lack of uh, business skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't start this as a business. You know, I mean, that's really the only reason. No, we, we definitely didn't. It. We didn't. Not really ever supposed to be a business. But. Um, what, maybe it's under the Texans unfiltered G, at Gmail account. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Where do I see those that password? <laughs> I haven't logged into that account. God, dude, I have no idea. And every time I log into that account, there's a. There's some important email that comes through like six months prior. Like someone's yeah, like, hey, right. we wanna we wanna pay you to we wanna pay you to do this. Let's see. Um, okay. Uh oh. I'm in there. Purchases and memberships. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We'll we'll read it live on air. How much money we have in there? If I can find it, that shows you how much. Uh, getting paid, complete and absent AdSense. So you have the AdSense account. I have no idea what that is. Dude, what? Okay, getting paid. Action required. What you need to do: submit tax information, provide a form of payment, complete an AdSense. Does it tell us how much is in there? It used to. Where's it at? 
Um, just from Super Chat, there's a list, but it doesn't actually have, why doesn't it have a total? Oh, go to analytics. Okay, let's see. Monetization. Complete Revenue. AdSense. So from super users and chat and stickers, we've gotten 210. Mm -hmm. And what is our... What about views? Views, that's what I'm looking for now. Oh, our last video made 60 bucks. Hey. Dude, I don't even know how to like fucking set this up. Like... I am on here and it's telling me to put in my phone number and I'm doing it. It's telling me my phone numbers. I need to put it followed by the area, the country code. What's the U S country code. Does anybody know one? That's what I put. So something wrong, please try again later on or a different phone number. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know Jordan does it. I just have never. So what's our total amount in the account? Should be a decent amount. I would imagine because we've never emptied it. I no, have no, no. idea. I, I don't even know. I'm still looking for her. I'm still trying to find it. That's yeah, so we, weird. I, I swear, we, me and James are actually fairly intelligent people sometimes. I just didn't want this to be a business, but let's see. Yeah, I can't even find like date. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I hope. Is everybody waiting to see what we've done? Let's see. About four hundred dollars. Three thirty-four twenty-six from views plus whatever I said earlier about. So, so I feel like we're missing. I feel like we're we missed out on a lot of money because we weren't set up. I guess on AdSense. Probably. Because if we made $60 on the last video, then... Yeah. Hmm. I wonder that if that was... Very, that was a very, very popular, very popular video. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I told people to get Deshaun's dick out of their mouth. <laughs> that might have done it. Um... <laughs> yeah. Oh. Views are going up, though, so that's good. This is the first time I've ever looked at the numbers. Hmm. God, we hit 1K three months ago. Before the season started, that's about what we were averaging, and then... Yeah. All the Deshaun stuff. Huh. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. As you can see, that uh, podcasting is an extremely lucrative business. It could be more if we actually <laughs> tried. I truly believe if we applied our efforts, 
we 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 definitely Deshaun has a golf course. Wait, what? Where? No, I don't see that anywhere. Um, if we applied business business ethics and conducted the podcast and the channel as an actual business and put it to the forefront, I think we'd be extremely successful, but we just don't want to do that, which yeah. sounds crazy, but it's because we're just all, we're happy in life. Well, it's just, you know, another 10 hours of work each week that, let's be honest, we got kids. And what we really need is actually a producer. But yeah, we really do. No, there's been multiple people that have hit us up about producing. Well, let's see. John wants to produce. John Crumpler said he'd help out. Um, oh, for real? Mm-hmm. So if you want to reach out to him, feel free. He says he does. Oh. All right. Um. Trying to see who else. Ruben, of course. Um, Corey. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that are willing to help. But all right. Well, um, all right, guys. You guys heard us bullshit around. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. Happy New Year's, by the way. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Um, and, and we got to figure will... out what we're going to talk about, like non football. Like, honestly, we get so many positive com- comments when we talk about like Marvel movies. I won't tell Marvel to put out a movie every month and we can do it. I know, right? I need to get on it. But what I'm actually, no, I'm amazed that people are interested in like what we watch and yeah, and other stuff like that. I thought about this podcast idea called uh, One Has to Go. That'd be the name of it. Because I feel like there's always the debate of like, like Drake, Kendrick, or J. Cole, right? Like, yeah, I'm just saying, and, and, and basically two people talking and then. Each of them have to pick one person or one entree or one, um, you know, whatever movie or one, whatever it may be. Right. And then you just have a conversation about those things. And then, um, yeah. So okay. that was an idea I had. Uh, did, you watch, are, did you watch Boba Fett? I have not. I totally forgot. I went I went to go do it and then I just didn't. Um, Disney on Facebook. That's funny. Did you watch uh, Did you watch The Witcher? No, it doesn't interest me. Oh, uh, give it a shot. I can't. Give it, a shot. it looks like, you like a, Lord of the. You like Lord of the Rings? I don't like Lord of the Rings. Or not I've Lord of the Rings. Uh, Game of Thrones. I did. I like Game of Thrones, but I hear this oh. is like the lower version of Game of Thrones. No, it's it's not the lower version of Game of Thrones. It's if Game of Thrones focused essentially just on like two people instead of twenty. Mm. And Giovanni, uh, I, I, we, we are. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. We are. We are. I. I need to. I saw it. I'm, I'm sure I'd be interested. Uh, are we doing Patreon? I don't know. I think we have people on there. That I don't we know. Just are let, we? we let down every week. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Well, what the hell happened? You. We lost your video. That's Did you turn cool. your camera off? No. Narcos is good. Narcos is good. Uh, yeah, I couldn't get into that because the titles. What am I watching right now? Uh, I'm watching South Park. Um, Dexter. How is the new Dexter? It's good. It's really good. Um, 
I'm not even really watching sports. I watched the Texans game, and I think that's really about it. I haven't watched really any other football. <clears throat> I haven't watched, watched one Cobra- Did you watch Cobra Kai? No. My wife watched that. It was so corny. Dude. I, I that, can't do bad acting. Uh, I can't. I cannot do bad acting. Did you not grow up I with those movies? I did not grow up watching those movies, but the acting is terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I know, but I that's what makes it great. I watch Ozarks. Um, Did you watch All American? I don't even know what that is. It's the, uh, it's about the football player. Um, it's a CW show, but it's no, a, no. it's actually really good, dude. You, you said it. CW. As soon as you nah, said dude, CW, I was you. There. You can sit down, and get your wife to watch it with you. She will probably she will love it. You'll love it. Like I'm not kidding. You'll you'll actually love it. Like of all my friends, you just start. But again, just, oh, again. again, okay. Um, no, definitely rewatch Daredevil. I'm actually rewatching Daredevil too, but watch All American, okay? Or I'll, I'll text Jackie and I'll make her make you watch it because you will both love it. I want to see the Atlanta, yeah. I, I, you know, that's the one show that got away that I never got into, and I, I totally feel like I messed up. I watched the first five episodes of season one and loved it. And then for some yeah. reason, forgot about it. Snowfall is another one that I am like six episodes in, but I like watch one every like five months. So I forget about what happened in the previous episodes, but snowfall looks amazing. Anything FX does is usually pretty good. Um, okay. I, you know, I watched the first season of Atlanta and then I never watched the second season. Cause I never knew when it came out, but Donald Glover, like dude, he's, he's genius. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's a genius. Um, um Jack Ryan, I've not seen Jack Ryan. What, what Jack is Ryan's that on? good. Yeah, Jack Ryan's good. That's on Prime. That was a good. That it's was a Prime. pretty good show. The Boys is good. The Boys, yeah, that's really good. The Boys is good. Euphoria is good. Um, you wouldn't like Yellowstone. Yeah, I know. Too much Cowboys. Yeah, I, everybody keeps trying. I, how about I how can't. about Succession? Have you watched Succession? No, I think we tried it once, and I just couldn't get into it. It's kind of slow. Oh. Uh, I haven't watched The Matrix yet. I haven't watched it either. So see, we got to decide on something because we all we always get a bunch of interactions because I think sometimes people just you know want other fun things to hear about. Well, we got a whole uh, off season, so we got to we got to figure some things out. We just need Preston back. I think Preston made everything a lot easier. Yeah, that and maybe we just listen to him. Instead of <laughs> fighting him about everything. But, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I am Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. Um, yes, absolutely, we will. As long as he wants to come on. Um, we will catch you guys uh, either Sunday at the game or next Tuesday uh, when we stream live. Hope you guys have a great week. For Texans Unfiltered, I'm Young Ari Gold signing off. <laughs>